Hey now, sports fans. This is the Village Elliot. The Oracle speaks. The Oracle will speak to you today about what we know, what we thought we knew about the AFC North. Is this our darkest hour? Deshaun Watson out for the season. We thought we were headed for the Super Bowl just having beaten the big bad Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore no less and now we find out that we've lost our franchise quarterback for the season and we're doomed our darkest hour no our darkest hour is not losing a franchise quarterback our darkest hour was when we went 0-16 back in when was that 2017 that was our darkest hour come on man it's not that bad and in fact if you'll just think back one year the San Francisco 49ers almost made it to the Super Bowl if they'd have had a fourth string quarterback on their roster I believe they would have made it but no they didn't think to have a fourth string quarterback on their roster and then when Brock Purdy went down Jimmy Garoppolo went down. They didn't have anybody left on their roster. They couldn't play football. And they basically had to almost forfeit the game. And the Philadelphia Eagles went to the Super Bowl in their place. That's what happened to them. It is very possible to make it to the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. And if you don't believe me, just ask Jeff Hostetler. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was a backup quarterback. He made it to the Super Bowl his first year. That's true. His first year as a player, he made it to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, his first year as a player, he was actually a second-year quarterback. He made it to the Super Bowl and won it. Uh, it's happened several times. It's not crazy for the backup quarterback to win the Super Bowl. So let's, let, why don't we play the game, see what happens, and then we can cry about it. All right? This is just really kind of crazy. Now, we know that um, we're going to have um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson as the quarterback rather than uh, P.J. Walker. Both are very good quarterbacks. Uh, you know, setting the bar kind of low for backup quarterbacks. But nevertheless, I think we have great respect for both of them. I thought that it was premature to shut down uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson after one bad game against Baltimore. But I'd like to talk about whether the AFC North is who we thought they were. Uh... The whole division is kind of shaped up a little bit differently than uh, I had forecast and my partner uh, on the Cleveland Brownie Acts, Joel Cade. We didn't really think that the league would shape up the way that it has. We thought that we would be seeing a two-way uh, fight between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We did not think that the Baltimore Ravens would be the primary competition. And I think we'd like to take a look at those teams um, from the perspective of their one loss record. Let's go back and look at the numbers and see what we really know, what we think we know, 
and just take a look. What do the numbers really tell us? What has the past told us? How does it inform us about the future? Huh. All right. So let me show you some PowerPoint slides. Yeah, actually, I named this thing the AFC Central at the halfway point. It should be AFC North, shouldn't it? But yeah, I'm an old guy, and I remember things by their old names. But here we go. Um, slideshow from the current slide. I'm asking the question, how impressed are you by the Ravens 7-3 and record? Let's go examine how great this team is. Everybody realizes, of course, that the AFC North is the toughest division in football. They've been running over everybody this season, pretty much. The only reason why they don't uh, have a fantastic one-loss record is we have to play each other and we knock each other off. But, okay, let's talk about that. What they what did they do the first game of the year? Well, they beat the Houston Texans. It was C.J. Stroud's first start. And I would submit to you that probably C.J. got better game by game, and he's a better quarterback now than he was in week one. So, uh, nevertheless, Baltimore had a great victory against Houston Texans. I don't think the Houston Texans, Texans were as good in week one as they are in week ten. That's just my opinion. All right, you follow me? Um, all right, now let's also uh, go to week two, okay? Baltimore deserves great credit. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals 27-24. to Wow, they beat a Cincinnati Bengals team by three points. Joe Burrow, of course, was still recovering from that calf injury, and the Browns uh, beat down the, the uh, Bengals, I forgot what the score is, but it was like uh, 30 or something to 3 or some ridiculous score like that. Uh, why is the Baltimore uh, score beating the Bengals by 3 points? Why is that more impressive than the Browns just absolutely crushing the Bengals the previous week? Is that Does that impress you more that the that the Baltimore Ravens beat them in a close game than the Browns absolutely crushing the Bengals the previous week. Why is that more impressive? Can you answer that for me? All right, let's go to the third game. They actually lost to the Indianapolis Colts and future Hall of Fame quarterback Gardner Minshew. They lost to the Indianapolis Colts and Gardner Minshew. Now, I don't want to make fun of Gardner Minshew. The guy is really a pretty good quarterback. But nevertheless, they dropped that third game. <clears throat> now they come and beat up on our Cleveland Browns. That was quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson's first start, first NFL start. And so that makes two quarterbacks that they played in their first four games. That was their first NFL start. Uh, still, the Browns' defense was the most impressive unit on the field that day. And remember that... Uh, they had two offensive turnovers that day that led to touchdowns. And so the Browns really scored half of, uh, of uh, Baltimore's 28 points. Half of those points were scored by the Browns' offense. So I don't know. That was a pretty bad defeat, but I'm not sure how impressive it was really that Baltimore beat up on a rookie quarterback. Uh, I forgot what it was, fifth or sixth round draft pick on his first NFL start. Not only that, but let's remember 
that they were expecting that Deshaun Watson would be able to go. They prepared the game plan for Watson, not for DTR, and the decision was made just a few minutes before game time that, well, DTR, you're going to have to start, execute the game plan for Watson. Sorry you didn't get any reps with the first team this week, but that's the way it goes. We want you to excel. And then he did a lousy job, and they said, well, uh, we've lost confidence in you. We're going to get the promote the third-string quarterback, uh, P.J. Walker, and make him be the first-string quarterback from now on. And uh, I don't know if that was a wise decision. And again, we're going to revisit that again come week 10. Um, uh, now, jumping to the future, and uh, we're going to reinstate Dorian Thompson Robinson as the quarterback going forward. I think that was the right decision. Anyway, now let's talk about uh, the next game against the Steelers. Well, the Steelers beat the Ravens. Uh, Kenny Pickett and the Steelers beat the Ravens, even though the Ravens outgained the Steelers. The Ravens had three turnovers. Steelers only one. That's the way the Steelers' season has been going. All right. Next game, they shut down Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis. Okay, they win by eight points. That's great. Okay, they beat Tennessee Titans. Are, are, does that really impress you all that much? I don't know. Now, what really does, I think, uh, impress the football world is that they really did beat up on the Detroit Lions. Everybody believes that Detroit is a very good football team. And Baltimore just steamrolled them 38-6. to So that, I think, is an impressive win. They rolled up 503 offensive yards. Uh, that was just an outstanding game. Uh, keeping in mind, however, that these NFC teams don't really know how to handle Lamar Jackson and this unorthodox offense that Baltimore presents. So it's not quite... I'm not sure if I'm quite buying off on um, beating up on the NFC. It's not quite as impressive as playing in the AFC and winning because these teams don't really know how to match up against um, Lamar Jackson, very outstanding quarterback who I call the greatest dual-threat quarterback of all time. Uh, it's not easy to handle that offense if you haven't played against it on a regular basis. Okay, next comes Arizona Cardinals. And uh, Arizona actually outgained Baltimore with our former backup quarterback, Joshua Dobbs. Nevertheless, Baltimore wins against Arizona. Is that impressive to you, that they've managed to beat Arizona by a touchdown? Well, okay. Um, now the following week, in uh, week nine, I think that is very impressive that they beat Seattle. Remember, Seattle managed to edge Cleveland, operating with its backup quarterback. But uh, Baltimore takes Seattle behind the woodshed and beats them up 37-3. to That was a very, very impressive win. Again, over 500 yards. Uh, just a terrific, terrific win on both sides of the football for Baltimore. And uh, again, it comes against an NFC team, however. I'm not sure that they're quite as effective against Baltimore as an AFC team might have been. 
All right, now how great are they against the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson? Well, Deshaun Watson plays with a broken bone in his shoulder and um, sprained ankle. Nevertheless, Deshaun Watson leads the Browns to a great 33-31 victory. Baltimore actually won the turnover battle, but they still were outgained by Cleveland, and they blow a 17-3 lead at home. Now, I don't know. Is that the best team in football based on that record? I'm not sure I'm buying off on that. I'm not sure that they match up against the Cincinnati Bengals all that well. Um, right now, they're a four-point favorite, which means that we think that they're one point better, we meaning the collective um, football handicapping community they're better by one point and then we give them three more points for having the home field advantage I'm not sure I believe in that I think this this game might be the most out of whack game uh, on the slate this week let's talk about how weak are the Bengals really how 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 much weaker are they than the Ravens um, okay, we talked about the first game. Uh, Joe Burrow was hopping around on one leg. He was not really Joe Burrow. The Browns beat them up 24-3. to uh, That was a score I couldn't quite remember when we were talking about it before. But they beat him by three touchdowns. Only get three points. They were terrible. Let's face it. Did better against Baltimore than Cleveland. Uh, I, I don't understand why uh, losing to Baltimore by three points is uh, much more devastating than losing to the Browns by 21. I don't get that. Why is Baltimore more impressive beating Cincinnati by three than the Browns beating them by 21? That I don't get. Somebody please explain that to me, please. I don't get it. I'm just not that smart. I guess I'm a Cleveland homer. Thank you very much. All right, now, uh, Joe's starting to feel a little bit better. They go beat a good L.A. Rams team by three points. Still not a very high-scoring game, but okay. They win that game. Uh, that's a very, very nice win for them. Now they, uh, they, uh, let's see, if I got that wrong, <laughs> wait a minute. If I got this wrong, um, I think I've, I've got this wrong, don't I? That the, the Titans beat the Bengals 27-3, not the Bengals beat against uh, beat the uh, Titans 27-3. Uh, but okay, um, so the Bengals have uh, yeah. Pardon me, fans. Okay, the Bengals have at this point one. They're one and three, two, three, four, five wins yes okay i've got this completely backwards okay so yeah it is more impressive that baltimore won uh and cincinnati got clobbered by Titans. sorry about that okay um then the next game the bengals beat seattle uh or excuse me excuse me the next game is uh, the arizona game they beat up arizona and remember baltimore had a close game against arizona um they beat Arizona by 14 points. Baltimore beat them by seven. They next they play the Seattle Seahawks. Bengals beat Seattle by four. Ravens blew them out. Okay, so um, by that measure, yeah, we can buy the argument that maybe we think that the Ravens are better than the Bengals. Okay, that's a point in the Ravens' favor. They get a bye week. 
Now what happens is that the Bengals um, beat up on the San Francisco 49ers, God's chosen team. They win by 14 points. That's a very impressive win uh, for the Bengals. Um, so I think I like that win better than the Baltimore Ravens beating up on um, Seattle. They then beat the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen um, by six points, 24 to 18. And now Buffalo wants to fire their coach. And instead, I remember from that division that the Ravens had to play Indianapolis and Gardner Minshew. Um, do we think that's more impressive that the Ravens lost to Indianapolis while Cincinnati's beating the Buffalo Bills? Is that a, I don't know. That, to me, it's more impressive that Cincinnati beat the Buffalo Bills than the Ravens lost to Gardner Minshew. I don't get that comparison necessarily. And then, um, okay, now the, the uh, Bengals lose in Week 10 to Houston Texans by three points, whereas um, Baltimore kicked their butts in Week 1. But remember, C.J. Stroud is improving week to week, and I think Week 10 C.J. Stroud is a much better player than uh, C.J. Stroud uh, in uh, Week 1. So I think... Man, I don't know. I, I think that's a respectable loss. I think that the Bengals look to me like they've performed very well. I'm not sure that I buy the idea that Baltimore is necessarily the far superior team or even slightly superior team. I think, man, given the fact that the Bengals started out slow because Burrow was injured, I think I buy that that was a legitimate explanation for the slow start. And maybe I think that the Bengals are actually a better team. And I think that the, the four-point spread in Baltimore's favor is probably too high. Let's talk about the Steelers as long as we're at it. Uh, Steelers really do know how to win ugly. Now, this is not intended to be an insult, but they really are winning. The reason why they win is because they have a premier defense that is for real. Uh, they have been winning the turnover battle, even though they've been giving up more yards, uh, in combined yards, running, and um, passing in every game that they've played. And nevertheless, they've got a winning record, and the reason is, is that they consistently don't turn the ball over on offense and they generate turnovers on defense. That is a real trend. And uh, you, you know, as long as you play a really tough, premier top five defense game, as the Steelers have been doing, you've got a chance to win. So I think that the Steelers really are a threat. I expect them to continue to win in the second half of the season. And... I think that they've got an excellent chance to make the playoffs. They might even win the division, especially with Cleveland being substantially weakened by the loss of Deshaun Watson. I don't count the Cleveland Browns out by any means, but I think that, yeah, I think the Steelers can definitely contend. I think they've got a great shot at it. I think they all do. Everybody's over 500. Why not? It's anybody's, anybody's title who wants it more. So, all right, but nevertheless, they got clobbered by the 49ers initially, not so good. 
Then they beat the Cleveland Browns. And um, you know, remember that uh, they generated two defensive scores. So the Browns scored 22 points. And then they also scored 14 more for Pittsburgh. That was not so great. Uh, they managed to beat the Raiders on the road despite the fact that they were outgained, but they won the turnover battle 3 to nothing. So that's a common theme that you hear through every just about every game this season. Then uh, they get beat to the Texans and C.J. Stroud. Uh, and again, you can ask the question, well, maybe the Ravens were fortunate that they got to play him in week one because by week four, he's, he managed to learn something in a month, perhaps. Uh, Pittsburgh beat the Ravens 17-10. to They were outgained by the Ravens, but again, they won the turnover battle. I don't know that we necessarily think that the Steelers are weaker than the Ravens because, after all, they beat the Ravens. At least I don't necessarily agree that I think Pittsburgh is weaker than the Ravens as a team. Um, and I put the bye week is the only week the Steelers were not outgained this season. That's a true story. That is true. The, the Rams, Steelers beat them 24-17. Again, uh, they were outgained, but they won the turnover battle one to nothing. That's sufficient for a seven-point win for the team. They got uh, outgained by the Jaguars. They lost that game, but they still won the turnover battle. Uh, <clears throat> and then last game out, they beat the Titans twenty to sixteen, and they were still outgained by Titans and Will Levis, but they won the turnover battle. Uh, actually, it was just a turnover at the end of the game. Really didn't figure that much into the scoring. Nevertheless, um, that's their modus operandi. They win the turnover battle, and they're very tough to beat because they play really excellent defense. So they prove that you don't need to have a ton of points to win. They just really need to play great defense, control the ball on offense, let the defense win the game for you. That's how they win. What are you going to do about it? That's called, you know, we call that winning ugly, but what we mean to say is we're winning with defense, or I should say they are winning with defense, and just doing enough on offense to not screw it up. All right, so what do we know about the Browns? Well, you know, some of this is out the window without um, Deshaun Watson, but remember that the Browns were able to win even with uh, P.J. Walker as the quarterback. And, uh, you know, it was okay. Uh, they could probably still win. So I don't think that the Browns are out of contention by any means. They absolutely killed the Cincinnati Bengals. Should have beat Pittsburgh, except that they were too busy scoring points for Pittsburgh. If they'd have scored just for themselves, they would have beat Pittsburgh. Um they got a great game out of Deshaun Watson in game number three and crushed Tennessee. Baltimore really did uh, out-game plan, uh, out-maneuvered uh, the Browns, um, got them to over-pursue Lamar Jackson, and uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson's initial start was a disaster, and I think the Browns kind of panicked and decided to bench him and put... Uh, P.J. Walker in as the starting quarterback. I think that was kind of a, a panic move. But anyway, it did work out. The guy 
was able to win the start against the San Francisco 49ers. That was not an easy thing to do by any means, so he deserves great credit for that. And um, here again, the next game, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson tried to give it a go, was not able to. P.J. Walker came in, and somehow the Browns won a shootout with the Indianapolis Colts, 39-38. Gardner Minshew, again, looks like he's headed for the Hall of Fame. Guy is a very good quarterback. I'm kidding him a little bit, but he's done very, very well uh, everywhere he's gone, and I don't know why he doesn't get more respect around the league. But anyway, Browns um, managed to win with their who I think is their third best quarterback uh, on the roster. And uh, he almost did it against Seattle, but he threw a late interception, and uh, that led to a miracle win for the Seahawks. Watson came back against Arizona, and they absolutely crushed the Cardinals. They didn't get hardly any yards. And uh, in this case, Arizona started a rookie quarterback, and that was, you know, the Browns just ate him up. Then against Baltimore, Watson was able to start go the whole game. Of course, we found out that he played the second half with a broken bone in his shoulder, and the guy must have an incredible tolerance for pain. I uh, hope we never question that ever again, uh, his willingness to play with pain and to sacrifice for the team. It was a great victory for the Browns, one of the best, I think, that we've had since 1999. Um, the Browns look like they're odds-on favorites to win the division, and then we find out that Watson is gone for the year. I don't think that that means that we should give up for the seasons. Oh, my God, now we've got to go rebuild. I mean, come on. Lots of teams have uh, won or at least entered the playoffs and even gone to the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Let's play the games. Then we'll find out... Uh, whether it's time to give up or not. I mean, come on, let's not give up immediately. And the Browns, by the way, are favored by one over Pittsburgh, even with the rookie quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Um, and I think from everything that we know, uh, DTR has excellent preparation. He had five years as a starter at a major college. This is not like Trey Lance, where he had just like one year of major college, even not even major college football, but, you know, oh, he's tall, he's fast, he has a big arm, and we think he's going to learn how to play football in one year. No, come on. Uh, this guy, DTR, may not have the off-the-charts athleticism of somebody like Trey Lance, but he prepared very, very well at the college level, and he should be absolutely ready for the NFL game. I think you'll see a lot of um, running the ball, not a lot of uh, throwing the ball all over the ball yard like uh, some of these guys, uh, you know, Trey Lance and uh, Zach Wilson for the New York Jets tried to do. They're not going to play like that. They're going to play conservative football where they just try to gain a couple first downs punt the ball, play for possession, eventually kick a field goal or something, let the defense win the game. Very, very doable that they can beat Pittsburgh by doing that. So 
that's what I think about the AFC Central. I do think that Baltimore's got a very, very good team, but there are a lot of good teams in the, the uh, not the AFC Central, the AFC North, pardon me. Sorry, I'm an old guy. I remember when it was the AFC Central. But um, we've got to let this thing play out. Let's not go crazy and think that it's time to give up because it's not. It is not time, <clears throat> not nearly time to uh, give up just as the uh, world is closing in on the Ravens. I think that the Bengals have an excellent chance to um, uh, beat the Ravens. I think that the Browns have an excellent chance to beat Pittsburgh. Why don't we just see what happens this week in football, and then we'll, we'll reconvene and see where we're at next week. What do you say? That's all I got for right now. So take care, everybody. God bless, and we'll catch you uh, tomorrow with something else to talk about in Cleveland Browns football. Take care now, and God bless.